This episode is brought to you by LucidPoint. Are you struggling to take your IT organization to the next level? We help our customers do so with confidence. Turn your vision into reality. Call LucidPoint today. Welcome to the Quick Take Podcast, the show where you get targeted advice and coaching for executives by executives. I'm Susie Tomanchuk. And I'm James Camps. Give us 15 minutes and we'll give you three secrets to address the complex topical issues that are challenging executives like you today. Hey, welcome to Quick Take. How are you, James Caps? I'm super proud to be here. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm Susie. And James and I are here to talk about the things that are on the minds of people everywhere. That's what we always do. That's exciting. It's exciting. It's exciting. And so I want to talk today about something that sometimes we don't like to consider. It's the idea of power, mm. especially as it relates to impact on other human beings. Oh, absolutely. And, yeah, and I think people talk about power like it's a negative Right. Yeah. I mean, power, just the way you say that I have power, there's way too many uh, cartoons. And, and I think of uh, all the all the, the jokes around power. And I think it's a, it's a real thing we should talk about. Well, yeah. And it's thought of as a weapon. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's it exactly be, right. It, it can be a tool. It could be something mm-hmm. that could be used for good. And we often talk about it in within organizations as influence. That's right. That's right. Um, and people think, uh, yeah, they conflate the two, uh, I think, mm-hmm. unfortunately, but I think it comes down to a lot of the conversations around influence. Yeah. I, it really struck me. I thought this was a really important topic for us because I, when I work with teams and I work with executives, this is a topic I bring up and I, I ask sure. them who holds influence, who holds power within your organization, meaning like who gets things done, who do people listen to, who do people follow? Mm-hmm. And if it's not you, why not? And what do you need to do to change that? And how should they look at it? No, I think and, that's right. And I think people forget uh, how to look at it objectively. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes they're offended by power or offended by the influence of others. And I do think it's important to, yeah, to be, to be wise when. Uh, when yeah. Know. And I think we're, we get so busy in what we're doing that we don't take a step to look back. Right. And we talk about strategy as it relates to the business, but this is also like in creating your impact and being thoughtful about your impact right. within the organization. It's time well spent to, to really right. dig into this topic. So Let's let's start to think about what are some of the ways to view power to use power. Well, I think that the, what we were just talking about there is that traditional view of power, which is very hierarchical, right? Where we think uh, power comes from an org chart, power comes from a title, and I think you know if we can get away from that 1950s perspective or 1980s perspective of what power is, and understand that there's just different ways to to. Um, uh, engage with that, the different ways to influence, then it becomes much more of a tool, a set of tools in your toolbox and not just a giant hammer that you, uh, you try to use on a regular basis. Yeah. And actually, if you try to use it as a hammer, that's like a short term, like you're just trying to say, right. Just talk to me because I'm this title or that's I'm this exactly person. Right. Don't you know who I am? Yeah, we know crazy. those people, those people that introduce themselves with their title right after their last name. And, and that's, that's, that's a different type of, uh, uh, of power. And I think yeah. uh, uh, progressive leaders, good leaders, long-term leaders, leaders who people want to follow and work for are the ones that understand how to use power and influence uh, in a different way. So how do we build it? I, well, and, and maybe let's just talk about why it's important within an organization because you know, when you people that do have influence, they get things done. People follow them. They pay attention to them. 
They get the, you know, they take care of boundaries or or blo- uh, blocks for their team. Sure, they're more well, effective. I think, well, I think that's exactly right. And when we talk about, I know at at, at uh, the comp- at BlackRock and the co- other companies I work with, you know, a lot of leadership is measured by the ability to influence. It's not about the number mm-hmm. of direct reports you have or the role you're in or the yeah. company or the city or the office. It's about how do you influence and get things done. Now, nobody asks how much power do you have. Um, I have an 11. I have four bananas worth of power. That doesn't mean anything. It's like, how do I influence people? And I think when when we really start thinking about uh, power as a, a, maybe it's a proxy for influence, um, uh, we can we can really see that uh, that that the importance of influence and the importance of, of doing that in, in in ways. And I think, you know, I like to think of there's probably three good ways that a that a a leader today can consider uh, implementing that. I, uh, Three is the number I'm going to go with today. I'm just feeling, I'm feeling jiggy. Uh, You're like three. a magician taking a rabbit out of a hat. Just, That's exactly you know. right. Uh, it's I have three hats, um, but I think um, I think it goes back to my my comment about um, uh, power being hierarchical. I think at the first and foremost thing that you can influence through. Uh, remember that you can influence through collaboration, and I think that yeah. uh, that when you can as a leader collaborate with others, whether it's uh, your peers, your teams, and mostly people that maybe are outside of your organization, that 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 will move the needle. And that's a different kind of power. And when you look yeah. at a power from a collaborative standpoint, that moves. Uh, and and that I think is, is uh, probably one of the more effective ways to, to, to implement that. And I think it's because you enact the rule of reciprocity. Mm. You know, because when you you collaborate, you're, you're showing people that you care. You're thinking about how to, to, you know, help them with their problems. Mm -hmm. You're thinking things through together. Right. And that makes people want to do that for you in the future. And they want to, to give back to that kind of feeling of you did something for me. And that's, there's research that backs that. I'm just saying. No, I think that's absolutely true. Those are the moments that people remember. Um, and I think that dovetails well into the second approach to, to maybe uh, flexing that uh, muscle is really just servant leadership, you know, and, yeah. and it's different than, than collaboration is, a, is obviously working with others and crossing uh, various boundaries. But servant leadership is about how you work with your teams, putting yourself yeah. second for others' uh, benefit. And I think that's truly the, the, the hallmark of a good leader is the ability to take a, take a backseat where necessary um, and, and, and allow uh, folks to to um, execute because that's that's true. Uh, that not only grows people and, and, and helps them be better, like we talk about all the time, but but that is a form of power and, and how a form of influence. You know, I, that's such an important thing, and I think that so many people will agree. But the actual, you know, when the oh, heat, so when hard. the heat is on and when things are going really fast, it's so hard to do. Mm-hmm. And that's when you really have to, when you know, when you feel the the stress kind of step back, zoom out and go, okay, how am I going to do this in a way that's going to be impactful to the people around me instead of yep. how am I going to make sure I save myself or get right. myself out of this? Yeah. But I think you told me one time uh, a great phrase that I've, I've, uh, I've used and shared, which is, you know, when you take a, take a step back, you move forward. Yeah. And that's what that is. I mean, that is you taking, taking a step back and allowing things to move in a different direction. And that, that, act of taking a step back is a powerful move. Yeah. And I think that people need to remember that. Yeah. All right. What's number three? Well, number three, you know, uh, it's a, it's an important fact uh, that seems obvious and I want to pick out it a little bit, but obviously 
being inclusive in your in in uh, in sharing of that power and allow and bringing other people in with different perspectives, I think is is super important. And we talk about inclusion; it's a very hot topic. Um, and I think uh, without it being overly um, scrutinized, I think it's there's so many different ways to think about inclusion. And the the example that I've always given, and and I know actually he's one of our listeners, is a guy that that used to work for me at uh, at Comcast, and he was uh, one of my direct reports. He was over uh, QA. Uh, he was uh, a test uh, led the test organization, and he by definition was a pessimist. And he and I would butt heads all the time because I was always confident it was going to get done, and he was always telling me why I couldn't get done. And it took me a real long time to realize that diversity and thought was so much so valuable and so powerful because it allowed us to actually look at all sides of the coin. And, you know, software developers and technology guys tend to think it'll all work out and it'll all work and the software will be fine. And and it was good to have that point of view. So by having an inclusive perspective on leadership and enabling the empowering the people around you that are thinking differently and have different points of view, yeah, that's amazing. And to have, and not in, in this particular example to, I always enjoyed the fact that, uh, um, people felt it, it was really empowering that I let the QA team have such a loud voice, but I felt like it was a different perspective. And so that actually not only empowered the QA team, but it also empowered the other teams to speak their voice. And so that inclusive inclusivity is so key across every axis. Yeah, I think that's so good. And I just want to add like a technique that leaders can mm-hmm. use is be really careful that your advice or your opinion doesn't come out early and oh, be a sure. collector of information Right. Because that in, invites that that diverse th- diversity and thought, and so I love that that he I know who you're talking about. Yeah, who, he taught you that, and such yep. a great like. Just think about you have held on to this for years. Oh my gosh, that was 20 years ago, easily. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I think just being able to sit back and allow people to speak up, um, yeah. you know, is is super important. Yeah. And it has a bigger impact on influence is something or power is something that, that you can't just ask for. You can't just exactly demand right. <laughs> like right. you are going to respect me. You're going to do this. Mm-hmm. It, it happens over time. And what people don't realize is that servant leadership or that, mm-hmm. that lack of focus on you mm-hmm. actually increases that influence. Oh, absolutely. It's not something that's supposed to make you feel really good. It's just supposed to be something that's a tool you can get things done. That's right. And I think, yeah, you can use, again, go back to that hierarchical military, you know, very org, org chart structured power. You, you can get things done, Yeah. but that's, they, but that's, that's a short-term game, right? Totally. And if you want to be a leader, that's going to have longevity. That's going to grow people. That's going to grow your, your firm, your group, your, your company, your department, your team looking at power in this more uh, progressive way, I think is super all right. So the the three things as we look at power as a tool and not a weapon, what are they, James? Collaboration. Be a collaborative person when it comes to that. Bring lots of people together. Second, remember servant leadership. Take a step back. Your team will move forward. And then third, be inclusive. Ensure other voices are being heard because those perspectives are going to ensure that there is a greater uh, outcome and, and sharing that power goes a long way. Awesome. Awesome. One of my favorites right here, right now, because I love this topic topic so much. So so thanks for joining us. And James and I are both on LinkedIn. So please reach out to us, give us your questions, be a quickster along with us, our, our tribe, right? That's right. Um, So find us there, connect with us. We're so glad you joined us today. Um, Continue to listen. And if you think somebody needs to hear this about power, 
feel free to share it. But so thanks for being here. We appreciate you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Quick Take, where we talk about the questions that are on the minds of executives everywhere. Connect with us and share what's on your mind. You can find us on LinkedIn, YouTube, or whatever nerdy place on the internet you find your podcasts. All the links you really need are in the show notes.